Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Eastern world, it is exploding, violence flaring, bullets loading. You're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war, but what's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating, but you tell me. Don't you understand what I'm trying to say? Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today? If the button is pushed, there's no running away. There'll be no one to save with the world in a grave. Take a look around you, boy. It's bound to scare you, boy. And you tell me. So mad, feels like coagulating. I'm sitting here just contemplating. I can't twist the truth, it knows no regulation. Handful of senators don't pass legislation, and marches alone can't bring integration. When human respect is disintegrating, this whole crazy world is just too frustrating, and you tell me. Think of all the hate there is in Red China Then take a look around 
to Selma, Alabama You may leave here for four days in space But when you return, it's the same old place The pounding of the drums, the pride and disgrace You can bury your dead, but don't leave a trace Hate your next door neighbor, but don't forget to say grace And tell me Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where I bring you the unfolding a global conspiracy and a conspiracy it is. Uh, change just the room up. I'm still in the uh, the room. I'm not in the studio yet. And uh, so just a little bit of a view. I got my, uh, my big old green Grateful Dead shirt on. Trying to think of, uh, I guess, happier times with good music and uh, thinking of the times when, you know, the last time the the U.S. went to war with the East and the Middle East and all that good stuff. It's uh, it's an interesting time to be alive, people. And uh, sorry about yesterday. I had uh, I got a, a, a bunk shoulder here. Got to get into the doctor, get it checked out. But uh, keeps on kind of dislocating a little bit. So trying to get that worked on. And I was in some pain yesterday. So I had to take the day off. But we are back today and in full frigging force. And I say full frigging force because, listen, you know, there, there's a lot happening. A lot of the stuff that we've been talking about for a very long time is coming to fruition. Things are happening faster and faster than we can ever imagine. And we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about this timeline, what we're seeing, why we're seeing what, what is happening right now, and 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 potentially the things that can come about from this, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But first, I'm going to share with you a, uh, a quote from Professor Stanley Milgram, who uh, once said this specifically. Psychologist Stanley Milgram found that 80% of the population do not have the psychological or moral resources to defy on a, an authority's order, no matter how illegitimate the order is. Therefore, only 20% have critical thinking capacity. Wow. This explains quite a lot. And it does because, you know, I was pointing this out on a few other podcasts the other day. It's like, we have all these people in the truth and the MAGA and the conservative and the Christian movements. And, and, you know, they're all oh, hoorah and deep state down with the deep state and the globalists and the satanic cabal and, and Trump. Yay. And everything like this. And then the moment Gaza and Israel happens, it's all, they're all embodying themselves in, you know, the, 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 the Israeli flag and, and praising Israel and like, listen, people no, this, this is not that. Okay, this is part of a global agenda that is being played out. None of these governments are good people. None of these these actors on this top stage are good people that have your best interest in mind. There might be a few, and I think that we've identified those few, and that's why we give them our support. But at the end of the day, this is a war of the roses. This is multiple, multiple different factions fighting for control of this planet. 
against, uh, you know, there's, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly of it, right? There's an evil on this planet that is beyond anything uh, among comprehension that right now it is planning its final straw because it is losing, in my opinion. Let's review a little bit of what we got going on today, today, right now. So we have the U.S.'s vow to strike Iran. Iran came back and said that if you strike in Iranian territory, they will target U.S. assets in the Middle East. This includes U.S. naval ships. This came about because of three U.S. Marines killed um, in Tower 22, apparently in Syria, or sorry, apparently in Jordan. But now we're hearing that this was actually in Syria. Um it was interesting. The DOD came out and said that they had no troops in Yemen. And then the White House came out and said, oh, well, yeah, we do. <laughs> um, but we're seeing that uh, from the spawning of these three U.S. troops, and we'll talk about that here in a second, um, it has put Joe Biden in a situation to where he is going to carry out military strikes in Iran, which will start at any moment right now, quite literally any moment this could break out. So with that, we have to remember a few things. There's a few things we need to cover. And this is what you have to see and understand when we start talking about the Firestorm event. Remember that Iran is one of the newest members of BRICS. BRICS is not an economic alliance. It is a military and global resource alliance. Brought about the fight against the Western global order. Right now, we have the NATO exercise that has been going on. 90,000 troops were mobilized into Europe. This came a few days after the bill. The German news agency had a leaked memo from the German military that they had good intelligence that Russia was going to strike Europe. We know that this is all bullshit, nothing much more than setting up for a false flag. Now, what we find is that exercise was exactly what we said it was. It was... A, a, a mission to basically get everything into Europe as fast as possible, get everybody mobilized, and the preface of war. We're seeing right now NATO troops are forming on Russian borders. Yes, this is happening. We'll look at, we'll look at the reports here in a second. NATO troops are forming on Russian borders. China has military deployments that have been surrounding the island of Taiwan for the last few weeks. The U.S. is about to strike Iran at any moment. Uh, the U.S. De uh, discussed just two days ago preemptive strikes on North Korea when they declared that they potentially will strike South Korea any moment now. Japan has had the largest military mobilization since World War II. The U.S. treasuries are held in large amounts by many of the BRICS nations, except for North Korea and Iran. Now, Three NATO countries have signed a pact for rapid deployment on Russia's border. Germany, Netherlands, and Poland have agreed to fast-track military movements to NATO's eastern flank from the North Sea to Russia's border. This no longer sounds like a NATO exercise. If you go back to our shows last week, we had uh, the NATO admiral sitting there talking about uh, how people of Europe need to prepare. They need to get toilet paper. They need to get paper towels. They need to get food. They need to get water. They need to find safe places of shelter, stay away from mass populated areas. He's like, oh, you know, 10 years down the road, but this could happen relatively fast. And you saw in his eyes what was really happening. 
He knew the truth, but he could not tell you that NATO is planning something against Russia. Why is that? Because if a war breaks out in the Middle East between Israel, Iran, U.S., Iran, this is going to drag Russia and China into it because of the instability that it provides for the BRICS economy. You got to remember Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, all BRICS members going in the BRICS, Egypt, um, Turkey, BRICS members. Then you have Iran, BRICS member. All of these are a trade organization, right? Resource allocation network. The United States is going in to break up that resource allocation network. That is a threat against all BRICS nations. It increases the energy cost across the board. You have talk of Russia moving nukes to Cuba. Guess what, guys? They're already there, okay? That's a load of shit. Russia's had nukes in Cuba since the 60s. They're still there. I like uh, my man over here. This is, uh, this is interesting. This is um, just a way to put things together. Wrangler star talking about it here. Check this out. I'm about to call the United States Navy. You're going to want to hear this conversation. America's Navy, this is Petty Officer Adam. Hey, Adam, this is Cody. I'm calling from Washington State. Cody, I am in Oregon State. Yes, I just heard on TikTok that you guys are no longer requiring GEDs or high school diplomas. Is that true? Will do, senior. You still there? Yes. Okay, so the new work, so yes, apparently it is, that is correct. Uh, the, but the caveat to that is you have to score 50 or above on the ASVAB. All right, well, thank you for clarifying that. Looks like we're going to war. Well, thanks for Thanks for giving me information. Oh, well, let's hope not, but uh, thanks for giving me some information. So I appreciate it, and I learned a little bit, so uh, good to go. Uh, yeah, if you get any more questions or anything, reach out to us, okay? I appreciate that. Have a good day. Straight from the horse's mouth, we're going to war. Why would that be an indication that we're going to war? The U.S. military has taken a massive toll over the last few years due to the vaccine mandates. Many people have been let go and left their careers because of it. The recruitment numbers fell by almost 50%. We know that the U.S. military, the Army, and the Navy specifically have been struggling to recruit uh, new members into the military, all volunteer tier military. Reducing the qualifications for entrance opens it up to a wide range of personnel. What we're about to see is no GED, no high school diploma, take foreign felons. They will take illegal immigrants, people. Understand that. Why? They do this in preparation for war. <laughs> He's not wrong when he says that. Anybody who served will tell you the same thing over and over and over again. So kind of wondering what's going on here because Donald Trump said something the other day that was kind of interesting pertaining to a lot of the stuff that's happening right now. And maybe this is just a threat across the board, a shot across the bow to China. But former President Donald Trump just said he told advisors he wants to impose a 60% tariff on all imports from China when he wins the 2024 election. You do understand that that is an escalation of war with China. 
By just saying that Donald Trump makes himself a number one, a target for assassination and a target for voter fraud um, and a target for World War III breaking out ahead of that time. Now, the, if you're playing 5D chess, the only reason you make that move is to get your enemy to play their hand, get your enemy to play their hand fast. And it's interesting that all of this has escalated since that point because China has a lot more power internationally than a lot of people give them credit for. Their intelligence agency is widespread. It's all over the world. It's infiltrated every government of the world. They have some of the best intelligence, but they have the ability to financially control a lot of countries and corporations and institutions. And so understanding that a lot of this that's being put into play in action right now potentially could be a move made by China. Keep that in mind. Lindsey Graham and Senator John Corn said uh, just the other day, hit Iran now, hit them hard. Target Iran. Nikki Haley came out just the other day and says that we need to take out the Ayatollahs. We need to bomb Tehran. These people are fucking warmongers. I wonder if they're even human and understand the consequences of what they're even saying. And you got to remember, these are the same people when Russia went into Ukraine on a special operation that said the same thing about Moscow. These people need to be removed from office and completely, completely shut out of any decision-making process. So we had three service members dead in Jordan slash Syria due to apparent strikes being blamed on Iran. So you can't make this shit up. Godspeed to the fall. You have given the ultimate sacrifice and you are in our hearts and minds and now in God's hands. As to what happens next, it's a buckle up, people. U.S. officials are drawing up plans for retaliation against Iran. They have came out and declared that the weapons used, the drones used, were Iranian. <coughs> and they're going to hit Iranian targets. And they will most likely hit Iranian targets in Iran. Now, this is interesting, though. See, air defenses at the U.S. camp in Jordan were confused by the enemy drone. They actually thought that the U.S. enemy drone or the, the enemy drone was a U.S. drone. Now, there's, there's a few things that can do this. Number one is all aircraft, even military aircraft, utilize something known as IFF, Identification Friend and Foe. Even military drones and military aircraft utilize that on Mod 5. So... What that is, it's basically a ping to tell you kind of what that aircraft is. Most likely, that is the signal that they got that said that that was a U.S. aircraft. Now, if this was one of the drones that Iran has recovered and they were able to hack the algorithmic cycle of the, uh, the um, IFF pings, highly unlikely. There's only one country in the world that actually would have the ability to spoof American technology. And the reason they would have the ability to spoof American technology at that level is because the majority of their cybersecurity companies, which are ran by their former heads of intelligence agencies, are infiltrated within U.S. military. And that country is Israel. Just saying. Did we just witness another USS Liberty incident? With what happened here, we know if we go back weeks in this show, we go to what Whitney Webb was talking about with Clayton Morris on Redacted, how CTIL, the cybersecurity company, did pro bono work in the United States on 
critical infrastructure on DOD that they are hell-bent on eliminating and removing Iran from the Middle East. That just last week, Netanyahu, just last weekend, Netanyahu came out and said that their mission in Gaza is done and they are now most likely going to go out there and invade Lebanon and Yemen, escalating the war beyond. Now you have the U.S. getting involved directly with military action after a whole U.S. military naval battalion left that area. Is Israel trying to pull the United States back in? I believe so. The U.S. has vowed a very consequential response to the drone attack on the base in Jordan that killed three Americans. Uh, we've had six refueling tankers leave from various different military Air Force bases in the United States, heading to Europe and then to the Middle East. Um, we had massive activity over um, Iraq with U.S. Air, crew, uh, Air Force and uh, aircraft as well as ground troops. Something is coming and it's coming in the next few hours, guys. I don't know how bad it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, I don't know what the retaliation is going to be, but Iran has vowed to strike U.S. assets. Now, what I would imagine is if Iran was going to strike U.S. assets, let's just assume here. Let's assume that the U.S. strikes Iranian targets on, in Iran. Most likely, these will be drone-making factories. Uh, that would be my drone and missile making factories is the, the preferred targets that the U.S. military will strike because those are ones through international treaties um, could be easily just pushed to the side and no one really gives a shit. So the U.S. strikes drone factories and, and missile factories in Iran. Iran retaliates by kamikaze drones into U.S. warships, into uh, U.S. bases within Syria, Jordan, Iraq, and potentially even an escalation in Israel. Then, on top of that, is you have what's going on here in the United States of America. You are going to see a color revolution happen very, very fast. You're going to see an uprising like we're already seeing in many of these cities' streets with these anti Israeli pro-Palestinian protesters. Um, perfect article right here. Joe Biden's Customs and Border Patrol caught a Somali Islamic terrorist at the U.S. southern border, then released him into the country where he roamed free for a year before being arrested in Minnesota. I've, I've heard of actually two incidences already occurring here in Minnesota. That's why there's a shotgun right there. Um, I ain't fucking around. Russia and China warn against a cycle of retaliation as Biden threatens to target their ally Iran after a drone attack killed three U.S. soldiers. China and Russia have rushed to the defense of their ally Iran and urged the United States to now show resistance in its response in the killing of three American soldiers. The United States vowed to respond to the drone attack. Even pictures of Joe Biden wearing camis have surfaced. Um, then today, this is kind of interesting. I don't know if it's related or not related. A U.S. F-16 fighter jet has crashed into the waters off of South Korea's West Coast on Wednesday. The pilot being rescued following the ejection from the aircraft. I wonder what happened. It sounds like that aircraft probably had some electromechanical problems. Probably his whole control system froze up and went dead and he was forced to eject. Very similar to what we've had very 
very many times in the past. China has some technology that we don't have. Russia, Poland, Romania, and Hungary reportedly have territorial ambitions in the war-torn country of Ukraine. Um, all of these countries are looking to basically piecemeal Ukraine because Ukraine is on the verge of absolute collapse. This is one of the other reasons why they want a provocative war with Russia, because they want to stop Russia from getting in to Ukraine. If you remember about a year and a half ago when all of this started, we started talking about um, rare earth minerals, rare earth mineral metals, and uh, lithium mines that were in, rich in the uh, the eastern territories of Ukraine, where a lot of this conflict then started. That is what is people are going after right now. They're going after those materials. That's why Russia went in there in the first place, people. Russia didn't give two shits about the people. They want the resources. Remember, this is a resource allocation alliance of what is going on here. So Iran has told the U.S. via intermediaries that if it strikes the Iranian soil directly, Tehran will itself hit back at American assets in the Middle East, draw the two sides in the direct conflict. This is, you know, I'm like, funny. I don't remember Donald Trump starting a war with Iran. He, he killed Khomeini. They didn't go to war with him because he said, you retaliate, <laughs> we're going to bomb the shit out of Tehran. But see, Joe Biden's not going to do that. So you got to remember, at the end of the day, a lot of them are working together. This is, this is a part of a larger global agenda that is playing out right now. This is what I was talking about right here. Um, Netanyahu came and stepped down from Gaza and said, we were pulling out of Gaza, but then now Israel Defense Minister announces imminent ground troop deployment at the Lebanese border. Guys, Israel is going for all of the Middle East, and they're not going to stop until they're either wiped out or until they control it all. The National Security Agency here in the United States of America has been accused of buying Americans' internet browsing data without warrants, according to the documents released. Now, it is illegal for the Central Intelligence Agency or the National Security Agency to obtain your data, doesn't matter how they obtain it, obtain your data without a warrant legally. And so the NSA has once again broken the law, just like the CIA has broken the law. But is anything going to come about from it? No, absolutely not. That That's just going to get buried. Nobody's going to care. Uh, this was breaking news about 30 minutes ago. This is one of the things that I just mentioned. Um, over 30 U.S. military flights detected over Iraq, reports of intense and widespread activity of American fighters over the western sky of Anbar province in Iraq and over the Persian Gulf. And then we're going to stagger our response to the Jordan attack. We'll have U.S. military response to the Jordan attack that killed the people in Jordan. That comes from Kirby directly. Staggered response means that they're going to hit multiple targets over a time frame whether it's a short or long time frame. Uh, this was kind of interesting when I saw this story because, well, shit, it's what I was saying about a year and a half ago. Embassy spokesperson says a significant portion of the billions of dollars allocated to Ukraine is utilized in the United States and analysis found nearly 90% of the aid granted by Congress is benefiting the American interests and not Ukraine. And I 
commented on this. Welcome to the largest money laundering scandal in the history of the world. Billions upon billions, tens of billions of dollars laundered. How does it work? U.S. taxpayer sends the money over to Ukraine. Ukraine takes their portion off the top, pumps it into nonprofits, NGOs, philanthropies, not charity organizations, and that flows all the way back to Washington, D.C., and then the pockets of politicians, people. It's how it's been done for a long time. Now, I called this out when we saw the death of the Ukrainian interior minister, who was the one that we said was leaking the information that high cabinet members in Ukraine were embezzling U.S. taxpayer dollars and utilizing it for themselves. Weeks following after the helicopter helicopter crash killed Denz Monastrosyski, uh, the Ukrainian interior minister, um, 12 Ukrainian high-level cabinet members were indicted on exactly those charges. Now we just find that the Ukrainian military, as well as other high members, of the cabinet were also embezzling U.S. funds that were coming over there to support Ukraine. What else we got here? So let me kind of finish up on the global war aspect of things. We are in a very serious situation globally. Donald Trump is taking on the globalist. He's taking on the deep state. He is going to win the 2024 election as long as there is an election. He has exhausted all of the ammunition of the deep state and the Democrats. They don't have anything else left. Like I've said before, they will scorch this earth before they ever give up power again. And that scorched earth looks like what we called the firestorm event, a sequence of various different events that occur all around uh, the same time in sequential patterns, slowly building up that all burst out into societal collapse. So social and cultural destabilization, political destabilization, the infiltration of our supply chain or the infiltration of our institutions and academia, the dismantling of our supply chain and our infrastructure. We talk about the infrastructure aspect with CTIL, the Israeli uh, cybersecurity company. Uh, We talked about how a lot of what was happening on the supply chain level, the over 250 fires at food processing, manufacturing, and distribution facilities were most likely cyber incidences that were not going reported because of the methodology utilized against them. What do we see today? Check this out. It's happening all over again. Texas chicken farms are going up in flames. Multiple chicken farms have been set ablaze in the past 24 hours. Accusations of domestic terrorism are flying. No cause has been officially announced for this series of fire of farm fires. Go after the food supply, people. This is why I urge you, if you have the ability to, go out and get some chickens. Get a coop. Uh, We could be, yes, we could potentially see some type of cyber attack coming very, very shortly. But that's not all, guys. We've talked about the economy. The economy. And if you ask Joe Biden, 
the economy is doing really, really well. Bidenomics is not working. I, I talked about this last year around the same time frame. We talked about what was occurring during the 2020, the V-shaped recovery. What actually occurred there? Donald Trump, the U.S. Treasury, they pumped billions of dollars into these businesses so they would go out and hire people, hoping that you would have economic recovery and then those companies could substantiate those workers and sustain them for long periods of time. What ended up happening is Joe Biden came in. We had an economic decline during that time because of horrible policies through the Federal Reserve, through the Treasury, and through policymakers, as well as the Biden administration. Those companies, those large companies that took those billions of dollars in and hired all those people could no longer sustain the employment of those people because production was too damn expensive because of heightened inflation, heightened inflation, heightened production costs, heightened um, transportation costs means that the sale of goods and services has to increase. And then the sale of labor or labor also has to increase. And it just wasn't sustainable with the market dynamic that was actually going on. So we'd said that you're going to see a series of layoffs that are going to occur over the next few years. We watched this unfold primarily last year, but check this out. Layoff announcements in 2024. PayPal cuts 9% of the workforce. UPS cuts 12,000 people. Microsoft cuts 1,900 roles. Twitch cuts 35% of workforce. Unity Software, 25%. Brex, 20%. Discord, 17%. Wayfair, 13%. Riot Games, 11%. Duolingo, 10%. Runt on Runway, 10%. eBay, 9%. BlackRock, 3%. Citigroup cuts 20,000 jobs. Google cuts 1,000 plus jobs. Amazon cuts several hundred roles. Last year, Amazon cut over 16,000 Roles in 2023 layoffs jumped 98% from 2022. What will 2024 look like? It won't matter what it looks like because we're headed to global economic meltdown. Now, how does this work? Well, you have to go back and understand specifically what we've been saying here on the show or what the hell I've been saying on this show because I was really the only one saying what was going to happen. When you look at the intricacies of what the BRICS nations actually were, I've said from the beginning, yes, this is an economic alliance that is a formative military alliance that utilizes resource allocation to their benefit, which means that they can issue sanctions on Western countries through that resource allocation, and the Western countries can do shit about it. Not only that, it's the majority of the countries in the BRICS nations hold a certain portion of U.S debt. What do I mean? Treasury bonds. Keep that in mind. Listen to this video. What is Project Sandman? Project Sandman is a coordinated attack planned by the BRICS countries on the United States. The kill shot is going to include a coordinated sell-off of at least two plus trillion dollars in treasuries which will collapse the United States debt market, followed by the stock market shortly thereafter. Wow. These events will freeze the U.S. economy and obliterate the value of all fiat U.S. dollar-denominated assets. Uh, most of the trigger conditions for Sandman trigger have already been met. One of them was the petrodollar abdication, basically Saudi Arabia no longer requiring the dollar for, uh, uh, to buy oil. Another one is basically uh, tensions between the United States and Russia and China. Uh, with the outstanding requirement would be an operational BRICS reserve currency. Um, basically, once the BRICS reserve currency comes online, then... All of these things get met, and all this, all this, all these treasuries come back to the United States, and the United, and, and and it happens like on a Sunday night, and then. So 
the flooding of U.S. Treasuries back to the United States. We've warned of this multiple different times. I believe the share between Russia and China is roughly 7 to 9%. Yeah, I know there was a bad echo on that. I'm going to play this sure. other video. This will this will explain it a little bit better. 2024 is about to be lit. Shout out to Chad Steingraver for this information. Make sure you're tapping into him. The new BRICS member, Iran, called for digital currency system this year. Iran highlighted the importance of this agenda regarding banking, payments, and digital currencies, considering that two of the countries that are part of BRICS, including themselves, also again with Russia, are sanctioned from the Western payment system. Emphasizing that if they use digital currency, they can actually trade in their local currencies rather than relying on the U.S. dollar. And we know Russia's top priority is to ditch the U.S. dollar in 2024. Is it a coincidence that the UAE conducted and made their first cross-border digital payment yesterday? This digital payment was transferred using the Embridge platform, which uses wholesale CBDCs to transfer international funds. The Embridge platform, the Bank of International Settlements. And if you're not in the know, the Bank of International Settlements and Ripple are, let's just say, partners. Then we have this morning, Christina Lagarde, who is the president of the European Central Bank, meeting with the general manager from the Bank of International Settlements as they discuss global economic outlooks. Come on now, what project do you think are going to be facilitating these cross-border payments? Maybe a little token called XRP, considering that there are amendments. Now, he is an XRP guy. Now, I do agree that XRP ledger is going to be one of the primary aspects that will facilitate a lot of this. It doesn't mean the XRP coin will. Yes, it's integrated, but you also have XLM. You have tons of other intermediaries. Plus, you have the own tokenization from the Bank of International Settlements, which will use outside uh, private tokenization. So, you know, if you think that JP Morgan Chase, uh, Wells Fargo, BlackRock, and everybody are just going to adhere to uh, XRP and allow a whole bunch of patriots to become billionaires, you're crazy. But I do agree with him. What he's talking about here is that Iran specifically has called for the move towards an integrated digital currency blockchain framework integrated throughout the BRICS nations and has already started to move to set it up. Now the U.S. is all of a sudden going in there to attack Iran. We have a false flag event that kills three American soldiers, and now we're going to go bomb Iran? Understand what's going on here. This is not Iran versus the U.S. or Israel versus Iran. This is the Western global order versus the BRICS global order. It's basically the rich global elites, the technocratics, the Klaus Schwab's all said, we don't give a shit which nation states rule and dominate or what form of government you guys all want. You guys all battle that out. We have the framework when you're ready. And so they're all playing it out. And on top of this, Russia today says they're ditching the U.S. dollar for trade settlements. And that is a top priority for 2024 and shall be done within the next six months. So another part here. Many people are saying Joe Biden, uh, Joe Bidenomics is working. Look how many jobs have been created. We just showed you 
all the jobs that have been lost. Okay. Not even talking about the $500 billion real estate default that is about to occur. Remember all those job numbers that kept on coming out and Biden would go out there and, oh my God, we're doing so good, all the jobs. Those numbers were fake, people. Turns out half of the jobs were actually fake. Worth noting the Wall Street Journal estimates, over half of the new jobs were government or welfare. Putting the uh, the bullshit in BLS quarterly census has 332,000 private sector job gains in quarter 223 versus 603,000 increase in non-farm payrolls from monthly jobs reports, which were already revised heavily downward, explains why people hate this economy. Job gains roughly half of the advertised actual figure. Now, those job gains that you actually had, those are second and third and fourth jobs that people are taking just to sustain themselves during this horrible economy that's going on. I got a problem with this next post. I'm going to post it up here. Okay. Tom Massey. I, I don't mind Tom Massey. I think he's probably one of the better congressmen out there. He says, our debt is increasing by $1 trillion every 136 days, which means your family's share of debt is increasing by $10,000 every 136 days. Just tax the rich? We'd have to tax 1 million millionaires a million dollars each day every 136 days. Mind boggling. Well, my problem here, Congressman Massey, is that um, you're the problem. I mean, listen, if, if Tom Massey, it, it, guys, you got to remember, remember when I said that Congress is going to sit there and they're going to tell you all the bullet points and what's wrong with the world and wrong with this country and, you know, nobody wants to help us fix it and all this stuff, that they're nothing more than the left and the right wing of the same bird. This is one of those that proves this. So where is the legislation to mandate a balanced budget and appropriate federal cuts. Where is it? Well, why isn't Thomas Massey going out there, getting a committee together, coming out and saying, hey, we have to have a balanced federal, but a federal budget, and we need to make appropriate federal budget cuts. We, we need to have this done to the point where it's not growing, it's reducing. Why aren't they doing that? Instead, they're just talking about it as if it's a problem that Joe Biden created. It's not a problem that Joe Biden created. That is Congress's problem. <clears throat> and see, that's the problem, people, is you can't fix it. It has to collapse. It has to go down. It has to go to shit. What does that mean? What you should have in your portfolio, crypto, gold, silver, brass, guns, water, food, backup electricity. That's what you should have in your fucking portfolio. Now, crypto, if you're interested in crypto, if you want to learn more about crypto, if you want to learn how to invest in crypto, go to socialredpill.com. Okay. If you've never been there, you go to socialredpill.com. There's a subscription down at the bottom that just gives you the crypto access. Just There's another one that gives you crypto access and platform access. Okay. You can choose a subscription. I do it Sundays, sometimes Mondays. I teach you crypto mastermind. I teach you all about cryptocurrency. You want Bitcoin. It teaches you how to use your wallets, cold storage, hybrid storage, all this stuff. Go out and join the crypto mastermind. Okay. If you 
Join the social, best thing to do, join the social red pill and then contact me and I will help you get into it, okay? Join the crypto mastermind or go out there and get in the crypto. Gold and silver, getgoldtoday.com. Dr. Kirk Elliott will freaking help you, okay? Getgoldtoday.com. Get your 401k, whatever you need to do with it, or your IRAs, get some of those in the gold and silver. You want about a 25 to 30% allocation of your portfolio in gold and silver. And you need to start moving your assets into things that are hedged against inflation and hedge against economic collapse. It's freaking coming. Curse of Q, yes, you want some XRP too. <clears throat> uh, guns, buy a fucking gun. You're American. You should have an acre of land and you should have a gun. That's American as American comes, okay? Why? Because this is what you're going to be seeing more of day in and day out. I label this social destabilization. Large mob of illegal aliens brutally attack NYPD officers on Saturday near Times Square. That's right. These are two cops getting their asses handed to them by a group of illegal aliens. What does this represent? Social destabilization is coming. We have pro-Palestinian protests that are getting the turn more and more violent day in and day out. Remember what I told you, the police force and the National Guard forces do not have the manpower to sustain or to handle an influx of illegal aliens that are military trained that begin to take over our cities. The only people that do have that ability are the millions upon millions of U.S. gun owners and veterans who have been waiting for this moment their whole life, unfortunately. I, I just I saw this article title, and I just found it very, very interesting because it's something that I've said for a long time. Exploring the emergence of techno-authoritarianism. Uh, we talked about the techno authoritarianism for a long time is that is the methodology of the world economic forum and what's coming this is the new world order this is the digital slave matrix techno authoritarianism technocratic authoritarian states or, or private corporations that run own and control the world your data and your life that is what happens if we lose this battle interesting news here I saw this article and I had to bring it up because, well, it goes back to something much, much crazier of what's going on. Exclusive hotel, hotelier Robert Bigelow gives Trump $1 million for legal fees. Okay, so Bob Bigelow, uh, this is a man who is good friends with Harry Reid, a Democrat out of Nevada. Uh, Bob Bigelow is a man I've talked about uh, many different times on this show um, and Friday's show because Bob Bigelow is a billionaire who basically created a aerospace company so that he could get NASA contracts and find out the truth about reverse engineering of alien aircraft. He is the one that helped and supported Bob Lazar in the 1980s. Bob Bigelow um, is someone who wants to know the truth about UFOs, aliens, and disclosure, which with the Biden administration, this is getting completely closed out. Why is Bob Bigelow giving Trump $1 million for legal fees? Because Trump is directly connected 
with everything that pertains to the UFO, UFO disclosure, the reverse alien technology. Um, Jaime Ashen, the former head of Israeli space uh, defense intelligence, um, said in a 2020 interview that Donald Trump met with what he called the Galactic Federation, a group of various different races of beings from our solar system. And Bob Bigelow is putting his money where his mouth is to get that information out, and Donald Trump gladly accepted it. That should be a sign and indication of the type of information that you're going to learn when Donald Trump gets back in the power. And I say when Donald Trump gets back in the power because Donald Trump is absolutely getting back in the power. But it also will be a more of a disclosure of what is really going on in this world. A lot of what we're seeing right now is the fight over resources and the fight over technology highly advanced technology that's either been on this planet for a long time or crashed on this planet or landed on this planet that was recovered by U.S., Chinese, Russia, and so forth, um, and that has been highly advanced. One of the people I was talking to um, last week was talking about a uh, Lockheed Martin project that um, that this Lockheed Martin project in the 1980s made a breakthrough within some of the technology of some of these recovered craft. And they've been able to reverse engineer it to a very, very high degree. Hmm. And this stuff is real. And this technology will revolutionize the whole planet. And I believe that this is what Q means by we will show you a whole new world, a brave new world, that it is coming. But first, we got to get through the bullshit and the drama. Report J6 Bomber was former government official. FBI had his license plate number but refused to interview him. Why? Because he was a confidential informant of the FBI and still working with them. That's why the fucking bomber, the one who laid pipe bombs at the RNC and the DNC on J6 was a federal agent, people. That's all you need to know to understand that that was 100% a complete fucking setup. Elon Musk, the case against Elon Musk, the judge has... Uh, a Delaware judge on Tuesday invalidated Elon Musk's $56 billion pay package for his work as Tesla's chief executive, siding with Tesla shareholders who called the package unfair. Musk is the one of the world's wealthiest men, according to Forbes magazine. In 2008, his compensation, 2018, his compensation package for leading the electric vehicle maker much larger than any executive pay package to date. Um, who sued and why the investor named Richard Tornetta? sued Musk and several Tesla directors in 2018 claiming Musk's pay package was unfair while Tornetta held just nine Tesla shares. The deal had also been criticized by major pension fund, California State uh, Teachers Retirement System, and the proxy advisory firms who viewed the deal as too large. So basically, Elon Musk just lost $56 billion of his compensation package overnight, and Tesla shares are going to tumble tomorrow. He's fucking people. With more Elon Musk news, Elon Musk Neuralink has successfully implanted the, the brain-computer interface in a patient. Elon Musk is really excited about this, saying that soon you're not going to need bodies or you can transfer consciousness from body to body. I want nothing to do with that shit. I'll keep my psychic abilities to myself. Elon Musk, that's all you, buddy. I want nothing to do with that shit. See, the problem with that kind of stuff is not that stuff particularly. It's when they try to force that stuff Onto you. That's where the real problems come about. All right. I want to just go in, say hi to some people here. 
Uh, we got uh, Bug721. Bug, thank you so much. I love your take on the current state of our union. Uh, Green, we are going to see war, false flags, terror, and cyber attacks. Let's hope that COG plan countermeasures and we the people are enough to pull through this mess. Bug, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for that $20 on Rumble. Um, I have very little faith in the con continuity of government plans. Um, you know, talking to a few people this last weekend in Operation Truth that we did have, um, Donald Trump did revamp a lot of the continuity of government plans. He revamped them. I agree with that. And I think he revamped them for potentially what we're about to see. Does that mean that he falls in that line of chain of command? I don't know. Um, doesn't look like it. Does it mean that he's in control of our military or uh, the government? Definitely not in control of the military or the government. Not that as I see. I know other people would say otherwise. Um, I'm that type of person that says, show me the evidence. And I'm very astute on military documentation, on military uh, law, as well as on constitutional law. So I have not seen anything that's convincing of it. But anything is possible at this point in time. What I'm beginning to see right now is a civil war being derived, a civil war being derived through the 10th Amendment. This is something that we've talked about on this show many times before, that this civil war, what's happening in Texas right now is going to escalate 25 plus states. I think we're only five states uh, short of a constitutional convention um, that are standing with Texas Texas is going to win this. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. And I see a lot of people making the connection to the March uh, premiere, March trailer of the movie Civil War from A24 Studios, Barack Obama Studios, the same ones that made Left the, Leave the World Behind, of how that civil war takes place in Texas. Well, if you also go to the TV show Peripheral, which was the, the Jackpot series book from 2014, and the show came out last year, in 2028, there was a civil war that broke out in Texas between the United States and it lasted until 19 or 2034. So yes, that has been a major recurring theme. Now, is that going to go to that point of civil war? I don't think so. I think it's going to be more of states' rights, state sovereignty, 10th Amendment. It's going to stay in that realm. But I think that the federal government's power is going to be contested. What does that mean? It means that if you have a majority of states that come up for a constitutional convention and they disband Congress and they remove the presidential executive authority from the president or just remove their federal charters, they can now have an election and elect a president that represent that union of majority states who would be Donald Trump. Just saying. I think that's a possibility. All right, guys. Much love. You guys are awesome. Uh, don't forget, if you guys want to find more information on Red Pill, on all of the things that we do, redpills.tv. There's ways to support us, Cash App, Crypto over there. All your support definitely does help us with everything we're doing. If you want to learn more about decentralized media, what we're doing there, I had a, some great meetings the last few days about this stuff. This is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, you can go to decentralized.media. You can type in just www.decentralized.media. Find out about that. Um, if you want to help support us again, socialredpill.com, our private social network. We got our crypto mastermind on there. Um, just, I mean, if you want to get platform access, make sure you get the dual subscription up there. Don't just get the crypto um, um, subscription, but best to just get one of those subscriptions, go in there, join, and then talk to me about it. And I'll point you in the right direction on how to do that. Um, we will keep you updated on what's happening in the world. If something does happen um, significantly with Iran, the US and retaliatory strikes, um, we'll potentially go out there and do a live stream and bring this to your guys' attention. But 
I'm out of time for the night. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great night. We're going to see you guys tomorrow night. Have a good one. Bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.